Welcome to Kelly Counts Macros Podcast. I'm Kelly Mozzie, mom of two, wife to a Yankees fan, a lover of exercise, nutrition, handbags, and all things peanut butter, popcorn, and chocolate, not to mention homemade puppy chow. I'm on a mission to transform the lives of busy individuals who are frustrated and overwhelmed. I get it. You're tired of endless Googling, saving, and pinning on social media, trying to figure out how to permanently lose weight, have tone muscles, and feel comfortable in your own skin again. You've tried it all and are ready for the last stop on the dieting train. I'll give you a virtual hug and a kick in the bum to kickstart your goals while enjoying pizza, wine, and chocolate. I'm glad you're here. I hope you stick around a while. Well, welcome back to the podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about that lovely issue that we all have experienced, bloating, that puffy, distended stomach. I swear sometimes when I'm bloated, I look pregnant. It is firm and it hurts. I can wake up with a flat stomach and be distended by the afternoon, and it's super frustrating. So in some situations, it can even feel debilitating when you don't even want to go do things or you don't want to just do something around the house or your daily tasks because your stomach hurts from being bloated. So happy new year. And I know that you're all feeling a little bit bloated and your pants are tight. I thought this would be the perfect opportunity to discuss how to get rid of it. I do want to mention that the VIP shred wait list is open. The shred will start mid-January. I will put the link to that wait list in the comments so that you can get signed up. The shred is my signature program where you can lose up to 28 pounds in eight weeks. The shred contains custom macros with the option for weekend macros if, if weekends are your nemesis. 20 to 30 minute workouts with different skill levels, a consistency calendar, easy to track food items, weekly live recorded coaching calls, weekly weigh-ins, simple grocery lists, family-friendly recipe ideas, weekly meal plans, an accountability partner, it's in a private group and coaching via messenger, it's fun, there's games, there's swag, and the best part, there's a $500 cash prize awarded to the biggest transformation. It's lots of fun. It gets you the results that you want so that you start to feel confident. You want to feel confident on that spring vacation, that wedding that you're in this year, or jumpstart your 2024 weight loss goal because summer bodies are made in the winter. So today I'm going to give you quick and simple tips to help reduce bloating quickly. Now, these aren't going to be necessarily long-term fixes. Um, What do I do to help reduce it? Now, because let's be honest, we all need these tips in our back pocket so we can whip them out and get rid of that puffy, hard, distended bloat that keeps us only wearing joggers and leggings. And if you find today's episode helpful, don't forget to let me know. I would love to read your reviews or post it on your social media and tag me maybe in your stories. It means the world to me. You can go uh, wherever you listen and just write a review and make sure you hit that follow button. So if you're on iTunes, you can go to the top right corner and hit follow or on the other apps, please subscribe. 
So today I want to give a little shout out to JMKM16. The title is Informative and Enthusiastic. This podcast was very informative. Losing weight and keeping it off has always been a struggle for me. Kelly highlights the most important aspects to lose weight and keep it off. Baby steps turn into leaps and bounds. She is helpful, enthusiastic, supportive, and full of knowledge. So I am forever grateful. Thank you. Thank you, JMKM16. Your reviews help me help the world get rid of the guilt and the shame around eating and squash that dieting mentality. All right, let's get into it. Quick tips to help reduce bloating. Um, Quickly, I'm not going to get into a ton of things that can cause bloating because there are so many different situations, but typically it's caused by excess intestinal gas. Um, Now that can happen based on what we are eating. That can happen if we're having digestive issues. That can happen if we eat too fast. It can happen if we have a food intolerance or just gas and digestion buildup. So perhaps eating too fast, chewing gum, using a straw, too many simple carbs, sugar alcohols, carbonated drinks, food sensitivity, um, perhaps eggs or gluten or dairy. Maybe it's the whey or casein in your protein powder or too much salt. So there's lots of different reasons and that's only some of them. But what it is, is simply gas that is trapped in our stomach and it's creating this fullness or this pressure where we just feel puffy and bloated. I do want to say if you just had a baby, the front of your abdominal wall has just been stretched from that baby. So it's not very good at holding in any excess gas. So you will experience bloating. Um, it goes in there and stays in your stomach. So be aware that it can be worse if you're postpartum and that that's normal not to feel bad about it. Um, it's just because you just had a baby. You know, I also want you to realize if you're experiencing bloating on a very regular basis, you do need to figure out why, why and figure out maybe it's not just a normal situation. So first, I highly suggest getting a bloating journal. Just go to the dollar store, pay $1.25, get a tiny little journal. You can even keep it in your back pocket. Write down what you just ate when you feel bloated and see if you can catch a culprit. Keeping a food journal and watching for patterns. See if there's something you're consistently eating that is causing it. Cut it out and see if it improves. It's super simple and anybody can easily do this. So do think about that as I give you these ideas, that it's not only about stopping the bloating in the moment, but we want to improve it long-term. So with that said, let's get into how we can stop it in the moment, how we can um, improve it quickly. My first tip is you need to have some potassium. So this is pretty easy. Uh, eat an avocado or kiwi, oranges, pistachios, or a banana, of course, which is the most classic thing to eat for potassium. Because potassium, if you're bloated from the salt retention, potassium can help the kidneys get rid of the salt and helps lower the water retention. Potassium also helps with digestion of food, and it also supports the release of saliva and gastric acid, which help with digestion and absorbing proteins and carbs. So if you're having a digestive problem, go get a banana. 
It's simple, it's easy, and it's going to help really move that food through the digestive tract. My second tip is you need to slow down on the carbonated drinks. Now listen, I know this can be a hard one. I drink one Diet Mountain Dew a day in the morning and I live on bubbly water. But carbonated drinks are made by mixing gas and water. That is literally what they're made out of. So those bubbles from that gas and water can easily build up in your stomach and create that bloating balloon effect. So if you're someone who even drinks carbonated water, like me, you might need to switch to flat water. If you're drinking a ton of carbonated water, you're going to experience more bloating. And if you're drinking diet pop a ton, you're also going to experience more bloating. Yes, I say pop, I am from Pennsylvania. So if you're bloated, do not drink any carbonated drinks the rest of the day. You may need to switch to water. It's going to help reduce that bloating. I know that the Diet Coke at McDonald's is the best of the best. So I hear, let me know if you feel the same way, but you may have to cut out that Diet Coke from McDonald's. So moving to the third tip, I need you to watch your cruciferous vegetable intake. Cruciferous vegetables are broccoli, Brussels sprouts, cabbage, cauliflower, bok choy, um, radishes, kale, and a couple of other things. But these are the most common ones. And the reason why I want you to limit these is because they are high in sulfur, which remains undigested until the bacteria in your gut basically ferments it. So quick tip, cook your veggies, don't eat them raw. So basically this leads to gas buildup and can't really get out of your, your gut until the bacteria ferments it and kicks it out. So it does create bloating. Um, I can honestly say this is a big one for me. I eat a lot of veggies. I'm always bulking up every single meal with veggies. And I know I've talked about it before. Um, and that's the reason I tell you, you to track track what you're sensitive to, because I used to get bloating all of the time, like a couple of times a week, and I could not figure it out. And I didn't understand. And I had the mindset while well, I'm eating healthy, I'm eating whole foods, why am I bloated? So I was just very sensitive to things. And I started thinking about it and tracking and realized, oh my gosh, I eat a pound of cauliflower rice. I eat lots of broccoli. I eat them like a, a maniac, right? And afterwards, I was turning into looking six months pregnant. So I did take them out of my diet for a while. And I just focused on other veggies and my bloating went way down. And I've been able to add them back in. Um, I just don't have them as much. Um, and something else that I touched on is cooking them. So if you're having vegetables or cruciferous vegetables, cook them. And the reason why it's helpful is because when you cook them, it helps break down and soften the fibers as well. So it makes it easier to digest. So cabbage, broccoli, legumes, grains, peaches, Brussels sprouts, they can be culprits. Um, so maybe you would choose green beans and zucchini or squash. Also, asparagus can reduce bloat. And I'm sure a lot of you have heard of the FODMAP um, diet. Take a look at that and see what foods are easier on the belly as far as bloat. 
So again, I do have vegetables. I just limit them and I try to cook them, but you do need to pay attention to and see, you know, oh, can I have this again? Or can I not? The tracking journal will help. It will um, figure out what you're sensitive to um, and help you decide what you can have and what you can't have. Um, you know, if saying that you're going to have a whole bowl of cauliflower rice, this will make me feel better. No, it, it's not. It's going to cause the opposite. So my next tip, my fourth tip is to add ginger to your diet. So as soon as you start to feel bloated, get some ginger into your body. Ginger helps increase the mobility to your GI tract. So basically it improves it. Ginger helps speed up the digestion process and empty your stomach faster. We need to get that food out that's making you feel bloated. It's going to speed up the process. Ginger can also help reduce your PMS symptoms and an upset stomach. So it's great to have on hand. Um, I'm sure you're thinking now, okay, now how do I even eat ginger? Like, what does that mean? Because I know the first time I had ginger, I thought that, and it's actually pretty simple. So you can add it to your tea. If you're a tea drinker, you can add it to your juices or your smoothies, just blend it in. Um, you can juice it with some fruits and drink it in the morning. I'll put the ginger in there and, you know, easy peasy. You can also put it into your protein smoothies. It's a root, so it's a teeny tiny bit spicy, so you don't need a ton of it. You can also chew on ginger, go to the store and get some ginger. Any store pretty much has it. And then cut a really thin slice of it, kind of like a slice of gum, a small one. And you can just chew on it. And when it loses its flavor, then you can spit it out. That makes it really easy because you don't even have to make anything because we don't have always have time to make things. But you do have time to cut a small little piece of ginger and just chew on it for a little bit. And if you're feeling bloated in the moment, it's a great option to help try and reduce it. My fifth tip to reduce bloating is to limit your fake sugars. So kind of a fun fact, when you're looking at food labels, you might be like, well, what's a fake sugar? So it's maybe it's hard for you to tell. So anything that ends in OL is a fake sugar. Maybe it's even in your chewing gum. So erythritol, xylitol, zorbitol, all are artificial sweeteners. And anytime you have that, they could possibly bloat you. Um, you may be thinking, oh, I'm saving some carbohydrates by having some fake sugar, or maybe you're trying to eat a lower fat diet. And while they do pull out the fat, they sweeten it. Um, and let's be honest, fat does add flavor. That's part of why fat is so amazing. As you know, I feel protein, fats, and carbs are all amazing, but fat does add flavor. So we, when we get into the lower fat items, oftentimes they pull out the fat, um, but that loses the flavor. So they have to add in the fake sugars to make up for the flavor, and that might cause bloating. So be aware of too much sugar-free gum or candies or even just anything that has the OL at the end of the label. So if you're having this multiple times a day in different foods, there's nothing wrong with having these fake sugars, but it may be causing your bloat. So you may want to try to avoid them. My next tip um, is really kind of going to focus a little bit more based on 
bloating from constipation. And this is to add magnesium into your diet. Um, magnesium, I feel is a great supplement for a lot of reasons. I feel like everyone should take it. And honestly, um, it helps. It helps attract water into your intestines. So it helps relax the GI tract, which helps soften the stools, increases the stool size, which makes it easier for you to get them out of your body. It also helps soothe your muscles in the intestines. So in general, just kind of softens everything up because the water is pulled in and you can easily take a magnesium supplement, but you can add avocados, bananas, black beans, salmon. Um, they have potassium and magnesium, uh, sweet potatoes. So those are all great choices if you're feeling bloated um, for the, use the potassium and the magnesium to help. <clears throat> so the seventh tip, it's a little different, but it's worth pointing out, I think, um, is to add fennel seeds into your diet. So you might think, what are fennel seeds? You can easily get them in most stores, especially health food stores or even online. It's just a different style of seed. So it definitely improves your digestive health. Another fun fact, because I was a nursing mama, fennel is a great supplement because it promotes lactation and milk production, and it also improves your skin, which we can all use that. So win-win, it's a great option. You can um, crush it or grind it or have it plain. You can mix it into your oatmeal, put it in your baked goods, anything where you would put seeds in, you can easily put these in. You can mix them in your vegetables. You can mix them in with chicken and veggies or anything that you enjoy. Um, just add the mix in with the seeds. You can also eat them plain if you want to. As I was researching these seeds, it actually freshens your breath. So keeping some fennel seeds on you is not a bad idea right? You don't want a bloated stomach and you have fresh breath. So it's a win-win. My next tip would be to take charcoal. And I'm going to be honest, the first time someone told me that this would help the activated charcoal, I thought, oh, I've tried this for whitening my teeth. <laughs> so you can keep it in your house. You can also use it for an upset stomach, but I feel like activated charcoal is actually pretty awesome. So it's porous, it basically binds to things in your stomach, which makes it easier to bind to gas. So when you have excess gas in your stomach, the charcoal traps that gas molecule and reduces the gas and reduces the bloat because it binds to it and pulls it out. Activated charcoal, as I say, can also be great if someone's stomach is upset. So this is how I actually learned about activated charcoal on another podcast. They had an older child who had some learning disabilities and she couldn't always communicate when she was sick. Um, and this woman explained it was really hard when her child was getting sick. Uh, you know, she throws up and she can't tell me and it's everywhere. So when she started to recognize the signs of her about to vomit, um, she would give her activated charcoal and it really reduced the amount that she would throw up and would um, calm down her tummy. So not only is the charcoal for bloating, but it can actually be really good for upset stomachs. Now, the thing you do need to know about activated charcoal, as said, it's porous. 
So it doesn't only combine to gas and bacteria and other things that can cause sickness. It can also combine to nutrients. So it's not something that you want to take on a regular basis at all. On the next tip, probiotics, prebiotics can help reduce bloating by introducing that healthy bacteria into your gut. Um, while there may, it may also help people that have IBS, um, you know, and it could help with bloating. So probiotics, they contain beneficial bacteria for your gut and may help reduce bloating in some people. One that I like is Garden of Life probiotics um, or prebiotics. The next one, the 10th tip, eating smaller, more frequent meals. Now this may seem simple, but eating smaller meals more frequently, instead of eating these large meals, eat smaller portions throughout the day. More frequently, eat smaller portions. This can help your digestive system process foods more efficiently and reduce the chances of bloating. Now this next one is a little bit silly because it's maybe it's obvious, but drink water. Your body needs water, a lot of it. Dehydration leads to constipation, which leads to bloating. And while it may seem like the opposite thing you, that you should do, but you need to drink more water. So when your body gets the hydration, it finally needs, it lets go the liquid, it doesn't. So my rule is be sure to drink at least half your body weight in ounces of water. So for example, if you weigh 160 pounds, drink 80 ounces of water. My next one is a different one that I love to talk about just because I don't hear it that often, but Epsom salt bath. Um, because of the ions in magnesium, Epsom is able to be absorbed into your skin, allowing its benefits to work quicker than ingesting it, which I thought was super interesting. So I read this in Women's Health. Um, it was in an interview with a celebrity trainer. So it takes out all the toxins and the excess water out of your system so that you're looking the best that you can. Now, this is from a celebrity trainer, so we have to keep that in mind. But not only will you notice reduced bloat, but you'll also be able to have the most relaxing bath, which I know all of us parents need. Um, you can add essential oils. Uh, it doesn't mean that you have to take an Epsom bath salt bath every day. Um, so if your only concern is to reduce your bloat so you can continue to feel um, better, take one weekly and maybe between 15 and 20 minutes. The final tip is peppermint oil. You can add it to your drinking water with some lemon or take a peppermint capsule as a preventative measure. So roughly a half hour before you eat, take a peppermint capsule. Um, peppermint oil is a type of medicine. It's called an antispasmodic. So it helps relieve stomach cramps, bloating, tooting or farting, flatulence, <laughs> um, and particularly if you have bloat. So it helps by um, helping the muscle of the bowels to relax. So peppermint oil um, or the capsules. 
So I think all of these are going to be super helpful. The last thing I want to say, and it's not really a tip, but I want you to be aware of it. Get moving, okay? I know you're not going to feel like jumping around, but just walking or light yoga, it can get that digestion track moving, which can help get that excess gas out of your system. It's going to help. Um, it's super helpful. I know you just want to curl up in a ball sometimes, but realize that moving and exercise is going to help you out. Get a light sweat going um, and walk after meals, after you eat to get those bowels moving. So because if you notice a lot of these tips that I gave, some of them are supplements and ideas to get your digestive tract, they're moving you know, to get the digestive tract moving, to shift things around and get that gas out. So these are going to be super effective. They're all super simple. I hope you wrote down one or two or maybe four or five um, ideas that you can whip out next time when you are feeling bloated. And I hope you know that bloating can be normal. But if you want to get the bottom of it, if it's happening on a regular basis, because it shouldn't be after every meal. And if it is more than that, then you want to figure out what's going on. The journal can help you as well, just to see if it's linked to a food. So, all right, that's it for now. I hope your stomach is less bloated in the future and sign up for the VIP Shred Waitlist that will be starting in mid-January. The link will be in the comments. As always, you're always doing better than you think you are. Until next time, friends.